Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes, big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni, plus the original, plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. Well, hi there, everybody. Mike Flenny, Cash the Ticket. I know. Weird. This isn't the day this normally comes out, but yeah, I had a little extra time at work. Uh, Cookie's not with us, and I said, what the hell? I want to test run something, because we're going to try to do the stuff you like, and we're going to toy with some ideas, uh, and you'll have to let us know in the socials and, and through feedback reviews whether you want stuff like this. So what I wanted to do was do a little weekend recap, give you some of the takeaways, recap a little bit of the betting, um, and then give you an early look ahead. We got the Thursday night game, Bills, Rams, uh, and there's one particular game in college football with Bama and Texas. I said, what the hell? Let's sit down and uh, talk about it. So with that, let's jump in. Uh, I want to start with this. So the records are interesting because on surface, I'm not thrilled about being 9-9-1 nine, nine, and one a week into this. And Cookies, I believe, is 9-8-1. and one. But I want to dig deeper into it because I think it's interesting is, A, look, I openly admitted it. I bet too many games. Um, it was a party for me in week one. That was exciting for me. I don't recommend people do that. That was my choice. Um, but it's really interesting when you start looking at kind of how it gets made up and how how fine a line you're operating under. And I, some of you are going to shudder when I say this. Some of you are going to roll your eyes. Some of you are going to say I'm full of complete you-know-what, but I'm not. No matter how well you think you handicap a game, no matter how much work you put into it or don't, um, no matter how sure you are, no matter how much one team outplayed another team, whatever it may be, you need a little bit of luck. I mean, let's face it. It's how these sports books stay in business. Um, the lines are often tight and weird stuff happens. Now, I'll give you a couple examples. I'm not talking about sour grapes where a ball bounces the wrong way or a college, you know, hashtag college kicker. No, 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 no. I'm talking about when coaches lose their minds or when a great player gets hurt. There's nothing you can do. And again, you can say, well, I only bet on smart coaches. Do you? Because Ryan Day is a pretty smart coach who did some pretty dumb shit the other night. I'll explain. So no matter what you do, you're going to have to live with it. Now, look, there's going to be certain bets. I mean, I gave out. It's going to be our first ornament of shame on the tree of shame. You're going to have some stink bombs. I don't care who you are. I gave out South Florida getting 12 and a half. That game was over before the bourbon hit my glass. It's going to happen. I'm not happy about it. I feel terrible if you lost your money on it. But 
Look, we've also handed out some really sharp stuff. I mean, Old Dominion, outright. Uh, the Troy State bet was never a loser. Um, there's some real good stuff in there. But I want to talk about a couple because I got, I got to let loose on this so I can enter uh, week two with a clear mind. The betting luck stuff is real. And, and I'll give you an example before we get to the football. So for those of you who know me, uh, know the show I do, know who I am, I love horse racing. Always have. And horse betting is as rewarding and brutal as any form of gambling. And what I, what I, what I mean is this. You get two guys who handicap a race. And one guy has a horse who, let's say, um, is a speed horse. Wants to lead, needs to lead, wants to go wire to wire. Another guy caps the race and goes, well, there's lots of speed in the race. And I got, I like this closer and both guys cap it accurately where the race shape, the pace, the horses they like, they don't like, they use the same horses. They kick the same horses out and it comes down to a stretch drive. And then it comes down even worse to a photo finish or a head bob. Sometimes you're going to get that head bob. Sometimes you're not. And that's not a issue of, well, I capped it better. No, you didn't. You got a head bob. You want a photo. You had a race that was seven furlongs, a mile, mile and a 16th, mile and a quarter that came down to the length of a ruler, the length of a nostril. It's not about handicapping. You had good luck or you didn't. That's a part of this. And look, we're going to do the best we can. I'm actually pretty, I'm not thrilled about being nine, nine and one. Uh, but it could have been a lot worse, and, man, I feel like it should have been a lot better. Let me give you an example. So let, let's use Ryan Day, Ohio State. I liked OSU Lane points Notre Dame. First of all, you got no plan for Jackson Smith and Jigba getting hurt early. Shit happens. But then Ryan Day did something, and this is just a football discussion. Ryan Day's ego got in the way again. They were having a ton of success running the ball. One problem. They refused to run the ball. Second half, it's almost like you had to come to Jesus. They started pounding the rock. 21-10 uh, victory, which we'll break down further later in the week. I was impressed by Ohio State. I was impressed by Jim Knowles. I was impressed by that defense. I thought there was a toughness about Ohio State that you just hadn't seen in a couple of years. And then offensively, there was a physicality to the running game. And in the second half, they bludgeoned Notre Dame. I mean, they just wore them out. They could have run for 250, 300 yards. They, honestly, if they committed to the run a little earlier, they covered a 17 and a half. They didn't. I lose. It is what it is. Do I feel like I capped the game wrong, though? No, I don't. Which is the biggest part of this is no matter what your record is or isn't, you have to feel like, A, I'm capping these things right. I think I got a handle on the teams. I think I... I figured out an angle here where I either get it or I don't. As long as you feel like you're putting good stuff out there, you just roll with it. I'll give you another example. Uh, go back to Thursday night. This happened twice. It drove me nuts. And again, you laugh. The difference between 12-6-1 and one and everybody throwing a parade and 9-9-1 nine, nine and one are these three things. Three coaches losing their mind. Jeff Brom at Purdue. It is hard to mismanage a fourth quarter under eight minutes more than Jeff Brom did time management wise. I mean, a complete refusal to work the clock and win the game. What can you do? You can't do anything about it. Coach lost his mind. Do I feel like Purdue had somehow no business winning the game? No, 
Do I feel like Jeff Brom literally lost his mind on his last three possessions? Yes. Nothing you can do about it. That's bad luck. That's a bad job by the coach. And you move forward. It is what it is. But the one, I give it a one that is the sign that you got no luck on your side on one given night. If you guys go back to the Tennessee under 68 and a half bet against Ball State, the score is 59 to 7. About two minutes going again. Ball State punts the ball. Not like I'm bitter about this at all, right? I remember every friggin' detail. So they punt the ball. Tennessee gets it. I think it's on their own 18. And they are literally going to run the ball three times. And we're done. We win. They fumble the snap on the first play. So now Ball State's got the ball on the 18. A little under two minutes ago, right? Ball State gets first down. Ball State ends up fourth and three from the six. Down 59 to seven. And Mike New, spelled N-E-U, decides... I'm kicking a field goal down 59 to seven. What are you doing? Kicking a field goal, Mike. I, I was, I was incensed. I can't lie. You gotta be shitting me. I go, this guy is seriously down 59 to seven, fourth and three from the six, which is a real game situation where you've got this collection of plays where look, There's going to come a Tuesday night in an empty stadium in Muncie against some Mac opponent. This is a situation I'm going to need, and I got to know my guys can execute. This SOB kicks a field goal to lose 59 to 10. We got 68 and a half. We lose at 69. Tell, Tell me or tell you you kept the game wrong. I don't think you can. So the whole premise of this is A, not thrilled about nine, nine, and one. I know Cookies isn't thrilled about nine, eight, and one. I feel like we've had no luck bounce our way, and we survived it. Because if there's anything we all really know is that we don't know early in college football with the transfer portal, with what NIL has done. I avoided some landmines. Most of the picks I feel like solid. Some are going to work, some aren't. There was only one true disaster, which, hey, it'll have an an ornament of its own. But just remember, no matter how much you guys try, you still need to get a little lucky. Don't let anyone tell you that there's no luck involved in this. A star player getting hurt two minutes into a game, that's bad luck. A coach losing his damn mind, bad luck. A fumble into a coach literally playing kids bop in his headset, kicking a field goal 59 to seven it is what it is and there's going to be breaks that go your way later in the year so just keep doing your work keep trying your best and look use what we do as a compliment to what you do i openly tell you don't blindly follow what we do no one's a professional so that's that's message a let's move on to some some weekend recap stuff from actual games and i'll keep it short Any question about whether Georgia was the new Bama? Can we put that to bed now? I couldn't believe what I watched. Couldn't believe it. 49 to 3. 49 to 3. And I'll be honest, it wasn't that close. I mean, Stetson Bennett, this is the funny part. Stetson Bennett was like 100 to 1 or more to win the Heisman Trophy pregame. Stetson Bennett now sits at 20 to 1. He looked fantastic. 
that tight end room they have at Georgia, and it's not hyperbole. That might be the greatest tight end room assembled ever in the history of college football. I mean, Bowers is going to be a first-round pick. The Washington kid that they just brought in, who literally is like seven feet tall and 260, 70 pounds, he's running around like a gazelle. They brought in Eric Gilbert, the transfer from LSU. Who? What the hell is he doing transferring to Georgia? You're in Georgia. They There's no room for you, but he's got NFL potential. And then they just brought in, I think, the number one tight end in America. Uh, the weapons are there. McConkie's still there. He's going to be like a Hunter Renfro guy who I won't be able to get rid of for 10 years. They were fabulous. And defensively, look, I know Bo Nix struggled against Georgia when he was at Auburn. I know that the Bo Nix experience isn't for everybody. I get it. But what they did to Oregon, who has good players, who has a system, I couldn't come away more impressed. So, this again, this is the value of playing someone in your non-conference versus operating a bakery and feasting on cupcakes. I think you can say with a with a certain degree of confidence, Georgia ain't falling off. And Georgia is right there with Bama, which brings me to Alabama. Look, I know it's Utah State. Here's what impressed me about Alabama. Running a Tecmo Bowl playbook. They go out. They win 55 to nothing. Utah State got nothing done. That front seven on Alabama, Will Anderson. And again, I, I still think Will Anderson got screwed last year. If there was going to be a defensive player in New York, it should have been Will Anderson. Look at the stats. Look at the head-to-head between him and Hutchinson. I mean, it's just, it's not there. Will Anderson was, Will Anderson had one of the historically great seasons. Uh, and, and to me, if a defender was going to be there, it should have been him. When you looked at Alabama defensively, that front seven is everything I remember the great Bama defenses looking like. And offensively, I mean, Jameer Gibbs, the G-Tech transfer, nine carries, 93 yards. Go ahead, put him away. Bryce Young, eh, five scrambles, 100 yards, explosive. And still, I know he's a, a smaller guy, a slighter guy, just fires laser beams. I mean, he made a couple of throws, you know, splitting a safety, finding a gap on the sideline. I just, I'm telling you, Georgia, unbelievable. Bama, that revenge tour angle. I know they go to Texas this weekend. I'll give you quick thoughts on that. The value in the number, it's 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 probably going to be cooked out by the time we tape. I mean, we're taping at 1030 in the morning here on Tuesday. Uh, by the time we give you the college pod, that spread could be north of 21. I think it opened at 17 and a half. But guys, I, I got to be honest, that is going to be Bama or pass for me. And that's not a shot at Texas. That's not a shot at Quinn Ewers. That's not a shot at that program. It's easy to make fun of Texas, right? They might end up being very good. But remember something. They've already lost their best offensive lineman in camp. Uh, they lost Nayer, the transfer from Wyoming, who was set to be Xavier Worthy's partner in crime. And this Bama team coming in, they don't care about going on the road. They don't care about big games. There's no spotlight too bright. And I know it was Utah State. Don't get it twisted. But they looked razor sharp. So they're going to come to town this week, and it's a game I can't wait to watch. But I'll tell you right now, as square as it sounds, as public as it sounds, I'll need cookies to talk me out of taking Bama and laying 20 because I don't think Texas is ready 
for what's rolling into Austin. Uh, that is Bama and Georgia might just be, maybe along with Ohio State, might just be 14-point favorites over everybody in America. And that brings me to Ohio State. Easy to take shots at them. 21-10, down 10-7 at the half. But a couple of notes, and I talked about this in, in kind of that, that tone setter with you. Ryan Day lost his mind in the first half. He got stubborn. The ego got the best of him. You didn't just lose a player. Jackson Smith and Jigba is talked about as a Heisman Trophy candidate. He's talked about as a top five pick in the NFL draft. And if you don't believe me or don't know who he is, go pop in tape of the Rose Bowl when no other OSU receiver played. And he went out there and put up, I think, 374. He's incredible. He got hurt about 10 seconds into the game. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them. And easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. But Ohio State did something that I don't really remember them doing the last couple of years. They got tough. And we've talked all about Jim Knowles, Oklahoma State defensive coordinator, coming over. And it's going to take time to fully put in that system. And I'm not telling you that Notre Dame is a world beater offensively. I told you, I liked OSU laying the points because the quarterback's only thrown 30 passes and is primarily a runner. That shit's not going to work. That's not going to work when you're opening up in, in CBUS. It's not going to happen. And outside of that early, early play to, you know, Mayer, and they had one other bust play, OSU's defense dominated. They dominated. And they did it with a physicality and a toughness and a speed you know, it brings you back to those silver bullet days. Now, look, this isn't going to be the biggest test they get. Notre Dame is a bit limited, but they crumpled Notre Dame up into a ball while their offense and head coach, frankly, had to figure out reality. And then OSU did something offensively that they don't really do in recent years. Line up and bang. And they, I look, I'm not telling you it should be a split backfield because I think Travion Henderson is spectacular but Henderson is a different back than Myron Williams Myron Williams the physicality the thunder and lightning profile that they can bring to the table and an offensive line that consistently was able to move the line of scrimmage open up creases look I'm not trying to act like they just beat the Pittsburgh Steelers but Notre Dame even if you think they're overrated like I do Maybe they're not number five, they're number 15. For a defense that has taken, rightfully so, the amount of criticism they have to come out in game one out of camp and look that way, hugely impressive. Why do I do this? Because I'll tell you right now, it's Georgia, it's Bama, it's OSU, and I think there is a titanic gap to anybody else. All right, one other quick note, got to do it. Can the Pac-12 kindly leave? Can, can we just can we be done with, with the Pac-12 now? This, this conversation from a lot of the national media about, well, they need a seat at the table for the playoff. Horses ass they do. I'm done. Oregon goes out there as the signature program of the last decade in the Pac-12. They got to be 49 to 3 by Georgia. They've been along in the same field with them. Number 11 team in the country. It's a no-show. I don't care how good Georgia is. You can't lose 49-3. Utah. I love Utah, but we talked about it. I told you, that game was Florida or pass. Utah goes to the swamp. Look good offensively. Ryzen is a ton of fun. He's a lot. He is an electric quarterback. He'll run it. He'll make some off-platform throws. He does it all. Utah's O-line look good defensively. Wow. Anthony Richardson basically played his way into being a top-10 NFL draft pick with the highlights against Utah alone. You can't lose that game. It's Billy Napier. First game in the program. He doesn't even have his dudes there. Bad loss. Pac-12 can kindly see itself out. This is this is the issue. The Pac-12, look, you get opportunities that are very rare to play games while the sun is out on the East Coast. And you showed your ass by day. 
And then here's the nightcap and Utah, who is supposed to be different, who's supposed to be able to play big boy ball, be physical, be tough, not soft, not finesse. You go down to the swamp and you lose to a guy who's been on campus for 10 minutes. So the Pac-12 from a betting perspective, look, this weekend we're going to talk about it. USC and Stanford. USC's that other program. Everybody, I, I admit this. I like college football when USC is good. I love the song. I love the horse and the, the, the guy slamming the sword in the ground. You get the song girls. You get Snoop Dogg and Will Ferrell on the side. I like it all. I love USC. But we're all trying to make it like they're back. I got news for you. That game this weekend, we're going to talk about it on the pod, and we'll tape tomorrow. That game against Stanford, be careful. We'll talk about it. Last note, Bama, Texas, talked about it earlier. We're going to give a lot of attention to it. Sometimes I get too cute, right? Like, I got way too cute with the South Florida thing this week. Bad job by me. It's a bad job. Um, but other times I get, you know, look, ECU should have won the game, covered. Uh, Old Dominion. Same deal. Troy, same deal. Did a nice job. But sometimes the public does win. This is one where I will wait for my good man, Jim Costa, to join me when we tape tomorrow. You got to sell me, and maybe you guys can can comment in the socials or do whatever it is you want to do. You got to sell me if you're brave enough to go with Texas here, because I'm going to tell you, 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 better, you better put a helmet on. Bama, that Bama-Texas game is everything right with college football. But I, I just, that's a big yikes to me. Texas needs time. I know, tell me if you've heard this before. Every year we talk about Texas being back. We talk about their one win away. This is a game you're a couple of years away to me from competing in. I would come away massively impressed with a young quarterback, second career start, lining up and playing competitive football against Alabama into the second half, much less fourth quarter. That's a tough ask for me. And if that spread goes north to 21, I'm probably out. If it stays under 21, I'm probably in. But keep your eyes on it. I want to turn our attention to the NFL a little bit. Week one is upon us. We're going to have an NFL pod for you later in the week. But just a, a couple things. The rules of the NFL are a little bit different to me, betting-wise. You can value them. You can throw them in the garbage. But it's not like college. You're not going to have 60 games to choose from. So. You have to temper your plays, meaning you guys are going to look at the college episode and go, well, Mike, you bet eight games this week, 12 games this week, nine games this week. Right. That board, that size, I can find things that are interesting. I can find numbers. I can find totals. Man, you go to the NFL and you're going to try to bet seven, eight games a week. I wish you good luck. And you're just better than I am straight up. Uh, I think the NFL is absolutely brutal. All sports betting's hard. Uh, uh, almost exclusively, like 99% of people are going to lose sports betting. That's just reality. They don't operate a charity. Um, it's an entertainment product. But the NFL, I'm telling you, the NFL is the hardest league to bet. The numbers are tight. The talent gap is tight. It's not like Alabama taking the field against Utah State. Team A will beat Team B. Guys, you see it all the time. Just go back to the last week of the season. The Indianapolis Colts with a playoff spot on the line were favored by a zillion over Jacksonville, who had had a just a morbid season. I mean, the Urban Meyer saga, total disaster, locker room a disaster. They beat the Colts. You're going to see this. So rule number one, 
A, one A, A one, whatever. Um, don't be in the business of laying a touchdown in the NFL. Don't be in the business of going on the road and laying more than a few points. If you're going to do it, you better be damn sure you've got a high quality team ready to roll because that is a recipe for disaster because it leads me to be betting the brand names is comfortable, right? It's like casual shoes or your favorite flannel. It's comfortable, but it's a road to disaster. You can't just bet Cowboys, Steelers, Patriots, you know, Packers. Guys, the lines are baked. Like, you you, you know the deal. Um, you're going to have to get comfortable betting on some rat, flea-infested trash. You're going to have to. And I may do it this weekend. I, I'll give you an example. I think the Texans getting eight and a half from the Colts. Reich, a notoriously slow starter. Texans better on paper than you imagine. Colts maybe not as good as you imagine. That's one where you might have to bite you bite down hard, and you might have to take Texans getting the eight and a half. If you're not ready to do stuff like that, save yourself the time, pare down whatever you're going to spend, put a few bucks on a parlay, and eat your pizza. Because if you're going to bet singles in the NFL, you better be ready to bet some bad teams. Um, and then th the other thing to me, live odds are going to be your friend. And what I mean is, don't laugh at this either. There are a lot of bad numbers in the NFL. There are a lot of games I have an opinion on, you have an opinion on. But, man, you hate the number. I mean, you hate it. Because the NFL spits out a lot of weird stuff. One and a half. Five and a half. You know, weird things. You'd be shocked what an early field goal or touchdown can do to those numbers. So... If you're an active participant and you're not just getting blind drunk or, you know, to taking three foot bong rips, um, track the live odds. You'll be very surprised how easy it is or easier to get a number you're comfortable with than just settling. Don't settle. The NFL's hard enough. So those are just some NFL golden rules. And we'll cut the episode later. And I want to give you a word here. On the Thursday night game, since by the time of taping, you guys won't have enough time to really take in a Rams-Bills preview. But am I crazy here? Did the Rams win the Super Bowl last year? Did the, uh, did the Rams not go out and get better, right? Add more talent? Rams are a home underdog. Time of taping here, right around 11 a.m. now. Two and a half points. The public, the tickets, the money, the public is all over the Bills. I mean, the Bills are being treated like they are the, the I'm 41 years old, like the San Francisco 49er teams of my youth. Like Joe Montana and, and George Seifert or Bill Walsh are coming out of that tunnel. Look, I think the Bills are amazing. I think it's a great group of talent. I think the Bills have absolutely a great shot to get to a Super Bowl. I'm not demeaning them or knocking them. The Rams are still the team that did it. The Rams are at home. And I'm going to be able to get a few points or get positive odds on the money line for the Rams to come out and take this game. I, look, for me, in the NFL, when you see these huge public brands and you see teams openly get dismissed, I automatically lean that way. Some of you might go, Mike, Bills are just better than the Rams. I'm taking them, and it's under a field goal. 
guys, I'm not going to argue with you. You can do whatever you like. I'm telling you, as I get towards Thursday night, the Rams defensive line and the Rams scheme is built to face a team like the Bills. Meaning, if the Bills have a question mark, it's not a quarterback. I don't even really think it's in the backfield because they have a couple of guys who can do the things they need to do, whether it's Moss, whether it's uh, the kid they drafted, James Cook, or whether it's Devin Singletary. The point I'm making is they're loaded there. They got a stud tight end. They got stud wide receivers. See offensive line. Josh Allen is fabulous, but no quarterback, no quarterback. You name one, I'll tell you he can't do this. No quarterback likes to deal with or is better dealing with interior pressure. Interior pressure, you have nowhere to step up. You're immediately moving left or right. And the combination of an Aaron Donald and that D-line and the interior pressure combined with perimeter pressures that supplement, that can get a, that can shake a guy up. And I'm just, look, Bills might come out, might win this damn game. I just, I think it's laughable that the Bills go on the road and are laying points primarily based on the public just pounding the Bills, 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 Bills have an amazing fan base. Bills Mafia are, are they're, they're, they're crazy in the best way. I just feel like you're getting a little value here, and I don't think there's any shame in taking the Super Bowl champ at home and you go out week one and get a W. I think they've got the personnel to do it. We know what their offense is. And the Bills defense, yes, Bills defense very good. But for me, I think the Rams and the points is interesting, but we'll cover it later in the week. But if you're wondering where I'm leaning, leaning Rams on opening night. All right, subscribe, rate, review. A little bonus episode here. I don't know. Are we going to do these every week? Are we not? Is it going to be cookies? Is it going to be me? Is it going to be both of us? Guys, I'm test running things. You know, my day with my radio show, two to six, you can test to a certain amount, but it's it's a ratings game. It, it's You're put in more of a box. This podcast I'm doing, I mean, yes, we want to turn it into a successful thing, and with your help, we will. But this is the lab. This is where I just get to do stuff. I mean, I said to Evan, I go, look, you got some time. I got the itch to record. Let's get in and lay down something. Give the people a little content and see what the hell happens. So uh, you guys have been doing great supporting it. We really appreciate it. So write those reviews, star rating, please, and um, subscribe, download. And we're coming at you with two more episodes this week. Give you the college one recording tomorrow, which will be Wednesday. And we're going to be recording the NFL on Thursday. Get you all set up for really the true week one football fiesta with the NFL back. So we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Cash the ticket. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.